Hey, what's up, guys? This is a bit of a special podcast. It's it's a little bit different than the usual interview. This is not a, a long interview. It's short. It's about 10 or 11 minutes or so. And if you guys have been following along what I've been doing online, I'm down in Florida this week. Okay, I was invited by um, Helios. So right now I'm at the Advanced Mechanical Services office in Orlando. And they're under the Helios umbrella. I brought the family down with us. They're at Disney World today and having a blast and I'm here (laughs) I'm here working but that's 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 okay Um, so this interview here is with Ken Perkins he is the Midwest region sort of director of of ops right and this guy's this guy's a tech as well and he knows his stuff and he's kind of salt of the earth type technician right and I interview him while we drive to lunch not not really interview but it's more of a discussion right in in sort of an interview kind of style form and the video uh part one has been posted online part two and part three will be posted consecutively over the next two days right so have a listen it's a good conversation guys and this is all about training they invited me down here to help develop and implement some training so their techs can keep on top of the industry and keep uh, well informed and well trained this is their mission here, and they're also um, their mission is also to help recruit more people, bring them in um, at any level really, and train them to the the level one tech that they want them to be. When I say level one tech, I just mean kind of best of the best, right? So have a listen to this, Ken and I just shooting the shit, having a conversation on the way to lunch. Is there any sort of gaps you see where they're kind of missing some knowledge? Yeah, I mean, it's a couple areas. Uh, refrigeration, obviously, it's, it's a huge issue with a lot of techs. Um, and then uh, just knowing the process of the, you know, and then uh, schematics. Yep. It's, it's a huge issue. I mean, I could say one out of five techs, if I give them a schematic, they have no clue what that is. Really? I mean, they, they wouldn't even know how to trace the circuit on the schematic you know read the legend anything on a schematic whatsoever and i'm i'm talking even text that 15 plus years in the industry yeah they just follow the process of you know getting a unit up and running is more of memory than knowledge you know what i mean of yeah how the system works yeah because they have that muscle memory of where things are and in, in, in mm-hmm. the in the the order of operations of the machine and stuff right yes um i know that when when I was learning the trade, one of my service managers would say to me, he's like, every time I go to a unit, he said he'd pull out a smoke and rip the the door off the unit and just have a smoke and look at the diagram for, <laughs> for, for 15 minutes, right? And so what I would do is I would basically say I was on a cooling call, right? I would start at Y1 on the diagram and I would follow Y1, right? Until I got to a component, stop at the component, go to the legend, find out what that component is I didn't have back then there was no internet on phones right so you couldn't look it up so nowadays like kids coming up into the trade people learning they got the advantage of case so they get to a component and they look at it and it says compressor contactor well now they can look up compressor contactor like just for instance right and then get a picture of it and then they go to the unit code there okay there's the compressor contactor um, so that's how I would sort of learn diagrams. I would just take my finger and follow it till I got to a component, find it on the legend, and then find it on the unit. And then just pull up my meter and just start 
go to ground to things, go to across things, go to um, like across loads or go to line and to, to the load side, just experiment with my meter mm -hmm. till I, til I understood what was going on. And it took a long time. And then one day it just, I pulled out a diagram and I looked at it and it was like, it just went like that, it just clicked. But this took years of looking at diagrams and following them, practice, 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 right? It's like anything, you have to practice it until you get it right. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I learned. My service manager, you called him, he said, figure it out. Yeah. So there, <laughs> you couldn't leave sight. And I'm the type of person, if I can't figure it out, it eats at me. Yep. I me couldn't too. sleep. Mm -hmm. I couldn't wait to get back to that site the next morning yeah. to figure out, you know, like I want to know what the board does, why it's broke. I just don't want to replace a part. I you don't want to be a parts changer. Yeah. yeah I want to be 100% sure of, you know, what I'm changing out in. And if it is broke, why did it break? I just don't want to, there's something contributed to why it failed. Whether, say, a board shorted out and you see most techs will just replace the board. Well, when I see water stains, that brings me to a different place to say, hey, how's water getting inside this Ex unit? Exactly. Okay, the seals are broke. Now I'll replace the board and the seals to prevent it from failing, you know, two weeks down the road. That's just the stuff that I would love the techs to be able to, you know, follow through in the same the way I learned, but not take, like you were saying, not take so long, where they're actually being trained, not self-taught, you know, watching just videos to change parts. They access it to technology so readily in, during their learning process. Yeah, I mean, it could make it a late. It makes it a, a little lazy, I would say, mm -hmm. because I didn't have that. Right. I mean, there was, there wasn't even. I mean, there was books, but there's no books when you're, you know, 20 below on a rough. You're not gonna go grab a book out and hey, what's failed right here? Right. And now it's like, man, if I had this. So you I, know, I. I one of the, the, the things where I learned uh, a lot very quickly and, and retained that knowledge was when I was on a roof and I was sent to a service call and basically called a couple people, they're too busy, they hang up. And now I'm like, okay, it's me and you rooftop unit. Like it's, <laughs> it's just me and you today. Yeah. So then, and then the diagram's missing or something like that. And now you're, now you're basically cutting all the zip ties and you're pulling on wires and following them everywhere in the unit, right? Mm -hmm. So here's the contactor wire here. Um, it's not getting voltage. Why isn't the coil getting voltage? I know this wire provides the voltage to 24 volts to that coil, but it's not getting it. But there's no diagram here and the wires are a mess. So, okay, I'm taking that wire. Now I'm following it back. Okay, there's a pressure switch. There's another pressure switch. There's a high limiter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you come across all these safeties and then you start checking them. And there's been times where I've followed the wires to a certain point, done 90% of the work, and I still don't know what the problem is. And then finally a tech would come out and help me, like a senior tech that's been in the trade for a while, and go, and I show them what I did, show them everything that I traced and everything, and I go, I think it might be that, but I'm not sure, and I just can't, I can't get my head around what's going on. And they'll be like, you did 90% of the work here and it's this. And I'll be like, oh my God, like it was that, it was that easy. And now because I've been through it, I was stressed and, and, and I had to trace those wires manually by myself. Mm -hmm. I retained so much of that knowledge. And the next time I went to that, that job or that specific unit that had the same wiring or whatever, I'm like, if it's the same issue, I go to that thing and go, 
here it is, easy, easy now, right? But you have to go through those motions to retain the knowledge. If you don't go through them and someone else shows up and just does it for you, you're never going to learn. And that's why I don't like when there's ride-alongs and the senior tech will not let the apprentice touch anything. Mm -hmm. He's like, don't touch anything. I'm going to do it. I'll tell you what I'm doing. But you got to let them touch. You got to let them feel and, and expose them to the, to the machinery or they don't learn anything. And then look, the, you know, to memorize the symptoms. I mean, like how many times yourself show up to a site, you don't even need to bring a meter out. You know exactly what's wrong just because repetitive, the same, same symptom thousands of times over on service calls. And that's where I have issues with some techs is you've, re you've already diagnosed this five times. What's the difference now? There was no memory involved in uh, the same symptom over and over like some of these units that we have at these dollar stores for the refrigeration side you have to play detective I would if I saw a storm come through and then I got a service call yeah. and I asked the manager did you lose power yes I can nine times out of ten the contact are burnt mm -hmm. from a power shortage yeah and I'll have tech still sit on site for hours and hours putting gauges on and gauges on you know, without, I mean, just ask questions, you know, feel out the situation. That's a really good point. Ask, ask questions. And I always start with a visual and like use the senses. I call it, I mean, online, I've called it H, the HVAC sixth sense for years. It's just a play on words to use your senses. Like you can smell burnt one. I've walked into buildings and I'm like, oh, yeah, they got a bad blower motor because you can smell mm -hmm. the blower windings have burnt and it, it blew the, the last bit of air blew that smell down into the space, right? Look, listen. You can, I've been on roofs where you go up there and it sounds, everything's humming away nicely. Then you get up one time and it's like rattle, 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 rattle. Like you got to get a feel for the way things um, sound and, and mm -hmm. feel. And I mean, taste. Yeah, you don't want to taste stuff, <laughs> but I've tasted glycol yes. in my mouth. It, I mean, I just think that using your senses first before you pull out any tools is is really important um, you, you got to be aware that you don't want to touch something that's too hot and it's going to burn your hand or or put yourself in a dangerous situation where you're breathing in certain things you shouldn't be but anyway what do you think that's called like if you're going to identify that in an interview right like that curiosity that inclination to like just ask why like how do you because that seems like that's going to be the most successful technician, right? If they're just like, hmm, I'm... Inquisitive, and, I but guess. how do you, like, identify that in somebody? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough one. It's a million one. dollar question. Yeah. Sometimes that develops, though. Because, I'll be honest, I never picked up a tool until I got into this trade. I didn't pick up a tool once. I never worked on any sort of small engine equipment, cars, nothing. So when I got into the trade, picking up a tool was very awkward for me. And I think I had to develop the the inquisitiveness as yeah. to why it's not working but I think that was also bred into me is like why are you changing that part don't change that fucking part like basically <laughs> until you know why you're changing it because I would I'd literally go into supply houses and I'd pace back and forth and I'd be going to pick up a board not actually knowing if the board was going to work solve the problem and that feeling 
it's it's a terrible feeling. But when you leave the the machine to go to the supply house and you verify that that part is the part that's caused the problem, and you're confident about it, it's like nice little ride. Grab a coffee, grab a haircut on your way back. Like I mean, I I've, I've done this before because that's how confident I was in the diagnosis because. I went through the whole verification process to know that's what it was. So maybe the question is, is how do we encourage and like create a tech, how do we encourage that inquisitiveness or that curiosity and, and, and you, as opposed to, I don't know. By, by not allowing a tech to leave a site as a being a parts changer, they have to know and verify that the part has failed and, and, and to know that off the bat they probably wouldn't they'd have to call somebody and go okay i've checked this check Mm -hmm. this check that can you help me verify that this part has actually failed and sometimes i've even called tech support on this because the way these machines are these days Mm -hmm. with all these electronic parts and boards and stuff in them Mm -hmm. sometimes you need to get verification from tech support that what you're seeing is actually true yeah and i i have no no issue no doesn't hurt my ego to call tech support and ask for help no there you go that's good